Yeah, basically, yeah, it's like uh, they keep things. Yeah, they're kind of like a little watchdog, independent watchdog. But the thing with the Lyft, uh, the Uber guy, is I've been reading some articles on him. <coughs> Excuse me. And he was, uh, they, they're dealing with all these like, legalities. <laughs> Two people doing this podcast invented it. Wait a second, the podcast. Let me have this girl podcast. Come on, who got Live at Sister Linda Jean Studios. The podcast is full swing, dinging and winging. Man, man, what a, what a, what a preparatory situation. <laughs> Stupid Skype issues beforehand, but we're here. We're live. We're coming at you. And, and we're juicy. We got a bear of a show, Matthew. Got a bear of a show. We got a real bear market happening. Hey, you know what somebody said? Bull. I overheard somebody say today. What? Tell me if this kind of irks you a little bit. You know, it, I'm going to segue into some, I guess you could call them obsolete, but kind of just phrases we need to do away with altogether. Okay. So I was at, I was getting a burrito, because that's what we do. And some guy was complaining Is about, like, like, a taco stand or... Uh, Chipotle, actually. Chipotle, as I say. Chipotle. 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 Which I don't go to, which I don't go to nearly as enough as I, as I should. We have one across the street. I feel like I go there like twice a year. I should, I should be going there like twice a week. It's funny. But the whole E. coli thing turned me off a little bit. Me too. And my assistant today emailed me and said, uh, I got to go home. I ate Chipotle for lunch, and I just don't think something. I, th- I think something was off. Oh, see that that just sealed the deal for me. My response was, Chipotle is a hell of a drug. The hell of a drug. It's like peyote, but delicious. So, uh, so, I, so I guess somebody was complaining about the way it was prepared or something, and the guy was kind of being a dick to the to the uh, to the server to the the the, the, the customer service representative. <laughs> And so what my point is, uh, she goes, she's trying to talk to a manager. She goes, uh, this gentleman over here was talking about, and I have a problem with when somebody's being a dick in a customer service situation, and the people there, obviously they want to keep a good foot forward and put on a good face, but they're like, uh, this gentleman was talking about uh, a thing. Okay, you have to say that in front of the customer, but I've heard people say in the past, like in private meetings, well, this gentleman was a little unhappy. At that point, they're not a gentleman anymore. They're an asshole. <laughs> Stop. A gentle man, by definition, is a man that is gentle with his words, his actions, and his his demeanor. You're if you're really... like a dickhead, stop saying, this gentleman over here started throwing rocks through the window and breaking things. Right. No, he's, a, he's an asshole at that point. You're I don't really... like the whole... It's like too PC for me. You're really mucking up the term gentleman. I mean, gentleman just means like this this being. It doesn't mean a gentle man, a good yeah. soul. Can't you just say this guy? It's like when somebody says there was an African American gentleman. It's like you could say a black guy. That's not racist. Like a (laughs) my my black friends would probably look at me funny if I was like, "Care, you know, uh, is an African American man." He'd be like, "Yeah," but if I said, you know, uh, what's uh, you know, being a black guy is a tough like looking at they they wouldn't think twice. But I think if I said like an African American gentleman, they'd be like. Yeah, Heather, black guy. The other day, Heather said <clears throat> she took Mac for like a really long walk around our neighborhood. Yeah, and, she, and she's like, this little girl came up to her and 
And, and Mac got all scared because the little girl was African-American and, you know, was so worried and, you know, because dogs, <laughs> this, for some reason, lady, are scared this, of black this people. Madam was that a, this African-American madam. <laughs> yeah, and it was like a little girl. And I'm like, babe, you can say black. She's like, oh, well, I just, I'm trying to clean up my language. I have such a foul mouth. I was like, I but they call us white. Like, you can call them black. They know yeah. they're black. <laughs> And it's not offensive too. It's no. not like you're. It's not a slur or slang. No. It's black and white. Michael we, Jackson said it. It's fine. We know that slur. We know the slur well. We know Twitter. the slur. Twitter. Let's go podcast. So, but do you agree with me though? Though some of these phrases that you're like, all right, yes. the, the microphone's not on, the camera's not on, the cameras aren't rolling. We can talk. It's not offensive, you know. You can say this dude. You don't even have to say this jackass. But don't say this gentleman. There's terms like that in the office that I just don't understand. Oh, gosh. People, when they go, when they're telling a story and giving an example and they use Matt as an example. Sorry, Matt. I don't mean to use you as an example, but we really got to clean up our emails, guys. <laughs> but you just did. Yeah. You just blasted me in front of everybody. Now I'm embarrassed. And because I'm embarrassed, my emails are going to build up even more because now I'm kind of worried about, like, my image. Yeah, I'm going to overanalyze my emails now because I'm worried that they're not as tied up as you want them to be because <laughs> you used me as the example and you're not that's, sorry. That's the worst when that happens. <sighs> yeah. It's like saying, uh, you know, um, no offense, but you're an idiot. It's like, well, I do take offense because you just called me an idiot. You know, when they're doing something, you know, you know, we all need to start being on time or, you know, Matt, no offense, but, you know, well, you know, you just blasted me publicly. I'm offended because now I'm embarrassed. No offense, Matt, and not to use you as an, as an example, but your emails sucked. No uh, offense, Matt, not to use you as an example, but your mom swallowed you. Okay. How do I cut? Yeah. Matt, um, listen. Sorry to use you as an example. <laughs> You're a real gentleman. But I know you got some low-hanging fruit in your pipeline. Oh, the pipeline <laughs> and the low-hanging fruit. What? Who has a problem with what more? I think my vote is for the pipeline. The sales pipeline? How's the pipeline looking? Well, the pipeline is actually, by definition, a series of pipes used to transport oil and other liquids through uh, hundreds of miles. You mean my Excel spreadsheet with leads on there is doing great. You mean my list? My list of names and numbers? (laughs) It's doing great. It's long and it's tall and it's strong. It's like, uh, we talked about this before when they say the uh, tailor, you know, unless it's a pair of pants or a shoe from a cobbler in the late 19th century, probably the, the north dodgy side of Oxford Street, London, where you're going to be tailoring the, uh, the, the shoes, uh, the cobblers. Don't use the word tailor about email. It's really good. John, I really like the pipeline. The low-hanging fruit is out there, but you need to tailor your response a little bit more. You know, we're not building nuclear missiles. We're not trying to find a cure for AIDS. We're selling nurses, and I'm selling listings. Uh, we can, we can, we can be people, and 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 that actually might make it a little bit better, because we're here. That's what we're doing. And I selling I, nurses. It sounds like a sex thing. And, and I got five nurses before you going to come out here get a little hick back back And I, I think these. Uh, I think these terms and terms like these and just cliches in general, there should yeah. be some sort of rule on our show where if if you use one of these terms 
and this goes to anybody. This isn't just you and I. This isn't just me and Biscardi. This is anyone who comes on the on the show. If they say something like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of another example. Gentleman. A, a gentleman. If they use the term gentleman. If they say something like um, that we don't particularly uh, uh, brighten up to and enlighten them with. Like, um, like a term throw we the don't baby like. out with the band water. Yes. Yeah. Which I can't stand. I had a boss once that would say that like once a day. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's like stop it. And like what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Oh, or, or it's just one the, of those. Yeah, uh, like the bishop's collar once said. Okay, I don't know what any of this means. So, and if they do, we will fine them. There's going to be an ongoing fine tab counted. So anyone who comes on the show and throws around boring, lame cliches, they will be assessed. A five dollar fine. I thought you were gonna say assassinated. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> they will be fined, and if they don't pay it, they will be assassinated. They'll be assassinated. There will be some assessments, uh, and we're gonna. I think we should donate the money to charity if they yeah. do it. We start just saying things are like, hey, how you doing? Pretty good. I just had breakfast. We hate breakfast. Thirty dollars, but you said it was five. Sweetest. Sweetest. So yeah. Some of these phrases, these obsolete kind of slangs, typically thrown around in the office, kind of should be let let go a little bit. All yes, right? and I Low mean, fruit. there's even terms that I have to use on a daily basis. You know, in a, in mostly with my assistant because she's the person that I say the same things to all day. Yeah, you know, right. Post this job, uh, edit this confirmation. It's just constantly saying the same thing, and just for my own sanity. I constantly have to change the words every like four months. Oh yeah! Same. Like instead of edit this confirmation, I'll be like slice up this confirmation, and then yeah, I'll you have to change it around up, so you don't go insane. Yeah, so I just and don't drive yourself like off a, a cliff. A robato. Yeah, it gets wild, and then, and then sometimes you have to really keep that in check because if you're surrounded by somebody that says these phrases a lot, um, you get you start to save yourself, and you're like. I, 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 I gotta get a tissue, man. One second. My allergies are killing me. Allergies are killing me. They're killing me. Let me tell you about these allergies. I have no one else to blame for these allergies but Obama. He got into this whole let's make everything green, and you know all it did was spread the allergies. It just spread the green. It spread Spread what everyone's allergic to, and it spread the allergies. It was all Obama's fault. Yeah, Obama, if he spent more time on anti-pollination uh, facts and theories, we wouldn't be in this mess right now. There's ragweed running wild. We're going to build a wall. We're going to get the ragweed inside the field. It's going to be tremendous. It's going to be absolutely tremendous. He left us a mess. He left us I've inherited a mess. The U.S. dollar is too strong. So is the, the clear cell that you put on your face to get rid of the acne. Yeah. So, some of those phrases. <laughs> get rid of the acne. We need, to, we need to clean it up. So the swear jar, the swear jar, the That's virtual swear jar is now in effect for the podcast. So if you're a future guest, we welcome you with open breasts. We, uh, we will find you if you say a word that we deem offensive or perhaps just morally inappropriate. And if people don't catch this show and they just come on, uh, they, uh, they won't know until they break the law that they're getting fined and that it is a law. So it's there's no certainly warning. a law. There's no forewarning. Do you want to talk about United tonight, or is that a beast that we just don't have the energy to get into? I, oh, I got a comment on that. I mean, yeah, how can we not? It's I mean, no secret. It is. Go ahead. It is such a story. 
it is no secret uh, that I hate United Airlines right. for good reason, but that's another story altogether. But I've had so many people text and private message me and Facebook my page and tweet this United thing all week, and I thought, wow, I'm kind of an asshole. Like, this many people associate me with, like, this much hatred. Like, I probably went a little overboard with this company. I mean, they kind of deserved it, but maybe it was overkill because literally people I haven't talked to in years were like, Clarko, got got to share this with you, United. I'm like, oh, I'm that like angry guy now. It's like I need to like mend this image, and do it like a tweet a song about birds or something. No, I dude, I no? looked at it as well. First of all, you told the story on the show. You told one of them uh, where it was like over a day because yeah. of United Airlines screwing up. So I always looked at it as you kind of picked them out as being lousy. And now they just, whenever I see them being lousy, I'm like, Clark saw this a mile away. He knew this was going <laughs> to... He, he predicted this. Was, this. He, he warned us about these, okay, these buffoons. Good. So I'm an angry old guy. When you posted the Negan thing, I was like, yes, let's destroy them because let's that have. was completely unacceptable. Unacceptable. Uh, what they did now. When we do the research and TMZ does the reporting on this doctor, uh, who was Doctor Dow, who was drug out by his arms with his belly flabbing and showing and rippling as he was drugged down the uh, the aisle of the plane. Yes, he was a bit of a a, a gay sex drug trader. Yes, he was a bit of a day trader by day. He's gay. Yeah, this guy, Dr. Dow, in the past, and I don't think this is relevant at all to the story. No, it's not. He wasn't dragged off because he was a sex trader. He was dragged off just because he was that guy. He happened to be an asshole, apparently. But that's not the story uh, that matters. But United, I feel like, dug this up a day later and threw it out there. Uh, On top of their Deftone apology, where he's like, we're sorry for all the customers' inconvenience, not the guy getting bloodied up in his face. Oh. Um, yeah, I saw the blood the, coming out of his mouth. It was coming out of his mouth. It was bizarre. And I feel like the bottom line is United did something very bad. This guy should sue. He should get money, and they should mend their policies and learn from this PR crisis that they can't, they can't bury. People are going to say, and they have been saying, I've been saying, uh, you know, this guy should have gotten up. He was asked. You know what? He, he should have listened. I, I would have been upset. But the way he handled it was bad. But that's no excuse to do what they do. They should have just kept asking him to get up until uh, the passengers were like, come on, buddy, we're going to miss our floor. Let's go. Get up, you know, and give the pressure that way. Never in a million years should you put your hands on a paying customer and drag them off of an airplane. There's no, no reason for that ever. No, I would have uh, – I, I, I probably would have put my hands in the air, stood up in my uh, – stood up. And slowly walked out, but I would have gotten my phone and, and selfie-style videotaped the whole situation. Absolutely. Saying, hey, guess what? United Airlines can't do math. They have, I don't know, 100 seats on this plane. They sold 107 tickets. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to miss whatever I was going to. It's irrelevant what I was going to. But they're taking me off my plane. Yeah, they're they so removed. stupid. They should have just kept raising that price. Give them ten grand if you have to. That's like a spit in the bucket for you. Especially now they're, with what they're going to deal with. Oh, are you kidding? They would pay a billion dollars to have the story go away easily. They're and, get and they're causing for the resignation. That's a that's a smart thing. What you would do is, is is try to do that. 
And I feel like United's policy with uh, their vouchers is very, like, cheap, you know? Uh, they'll offer you, like, a $100 coupon and this and that. They really – what I don't understand is they said, well, this happens all the time. They overbook the flights. Like, I'm not a math genius, but ha- I-, I could no. tell you that there's 145 seats yeah. and I sold 146. There's one more. I need to, like, do something. Why does this happen all the time? 50,000 people last year were booted because of overselling. Is this because of, like, uh, expedient stuff? They just throw shit out there and they don't really count it until, like, the day of? I, I, don't, I don't get it. I it happens don't, all the time, apparently. I don't understand how they get the math wrong. Like, I, like you said, I am no math genius. But this is simple subtraction. It's very simple. I mean, yeah. What happens? What happens, Jonathan? How's it happen? Now, apparently, it was because two or three flight attendants had to take that flight to get to their next flight, and that's why they had to ask people to leave. Oh. But I'm telling you, you get to two grand, most people are getting off that plane. Oh, yeah. But they were stupid, and now they're going to have lawsuits galore. Oh, my gosh. Lawyers are going to have a field day. And you know this creepy doctor who probably, you know, subscribed. Well, he did. He prescribed painkillers to, like, you know, anybody. And he was trading it for blowjobs and squeezers and hammies. Um, Hammies. He knows some crooked lawyer. And insects. Who's going to rape them. Oh, yeah. He's going to tear it up. And they're gonna want to. United's gonna want to put it behind them as quick as possible. They're in a PR shitstorm like they've never experienced. They're not gonna like fight this because more stuff will come out. They just want to sweep this under the rug as quickly as possible. I remember but, I had to stay over a night in Chicago because because United <laughs> United screwed up something and my plane broke and so they gave me a a voucher for the cost of my one way to where I was supposed to go that night but had to wait to to go on the next morning for oh. just like an extra one-way ticket from Chicago. Yeah, what, what good is that going to do? $81 and it expired in a month. <laughs> what a, what a blowjob. <laughs> Thanks in the ass. Thanks. Here is a voucher for one round-trip ticket only from Augusta, Maine down to Atlanta when the solstice moon is a ripe blue in the fourth quarter of the autumn sun, and you have had a Del Taco sandwich. But they only sell Del Taco in California. Well, then you better start flying, boy. Here. So come on. It's a voucher. They for a one-way a trip. <laughs> yeah. After from, my whole tirade. From for, Russia. Russia. <laughs> to the middle of ISIS. Oh. Here, great. Here's a voucher for one, one leg. Of Middle Earth to the Vesuvian planet of Neptune. But, sir, Middle Earth doesn't exist. Neither does your voucher. I feel like they're a school teacher, like, admonishing people. Well, you should have listened. Here is a round-trip ticket from the glaciers of Antarctica to a live volcano. In my right hand is a burrito. In my left hand is the third leg voucher, 80% discounted of sixpence for a one-way trip from Antarctica to the planet of Krypton. <laughs> sir, sir, that doesn't exist. Why would, I, why would I be in any of these places? Call me Master Luthor. 
Call me Master Luther. I feel like, I just feel like it's just such a, oh. United is just so bad, though. They're, they're a terrible company. There's, there are websites dedicated to how bad they are. They've Look, fucked so many people. It's time, it's time they go. I mean, come on. Some people complain about Southwest Airlines, but I'm sorry. Their staff are the friendliest and actually funniest They're staff. the funniest. Absolutely. And that's, okay, that's doing something different. And the whole bags fly free. Uh, they, that's how they are one of the top. And you never hear anything bad about them. Uh, as far as like in the in the public eye, in the media. Uh, United Airlines, they might as well be the minor league team of airplanes. They're a peewee league. They're they, a bunch of brownie Girl Scouts just trying to raise money. Are terrible. They They're are really so, bad. They they shouldn't be an airline in the next decade. No, they they really need to go. There's more. Right. We're at that 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 interesting point too in aviation history, where for like a long time there were like thirty airlines all losing money but competing each other. So there was you could get a flight to like. Florida from Pennsylvania for like you know 120 bucks, no problem. 80 bucks, no problem. I remember that. If you didn't like it, you would just find another one. And then they started like going out of business, getting bought. Now there's like four major carriers. There's United, American, Delta, and Southwest. Right. Then you have like Spirit, these little guys. But Jet, they're starting. Jet, there's more and more coming up, gaining ground. They're they're opening more flights. So we're at this interesting point. Yes. Where you're gonna with commercial aviation, where you're gonna see more things available where you don't need to get fucked in the ass by United all the time right. because they're all they have. Well, you're, I mean, that's how it's always been with these guys. Well, you got to fly anyway. I feel like there's going to be, there's going to start becoming almost like Uber versions of, of airlines where the whole booking process is super simple. There are these new state-of-the-art airplanes that were made, you know, with, oh, like, yeah. I don't know, high-tech. And it'll be a yeah. small airline, and then all of a sudden it'll take over, and it'll be called, like, Joe's Planes or you know, something funny, something modern. You know how all, all the, Fly across the, pond all the apps. I mean, Uber is, is an app. I mean, yeah. That's like a proper name of something now. You better delete the section because you just spilled a billion dollar idea. Shit. Yeah, at the end of I agree though. I, I 100% agree, brother. You're gonna see like that change because something's got to give a little bit. It's, yeah. It's a very bulky industry. It hasn't really changed much since right. ever. Yeah, it was almost you know? like there was a monopoly going on where. Yeah. Either United Airlines. Uh, or American Airlines, or Delta, or what? Or oh, this weird new blue plane, Southwest. Right, that's that's about it. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Four the blue four-way monopoly. I do like their planes. Yeah, a little heart underneath. I do. You like see them in the sky. You always know it's them. I do like. They're always. Oh, I gotta share you. this this thing. Interesting. Touch. What? I can do it later if you want, but it's kind of funny. But, uh, you know how you can pin tweets on Twitter so it's like the tweet that stays at the top? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The chain restaurant Bennigan's, their twin, their pin tweet is the video of Knowledge Factory's Bennigan's, the one that we made fun of them. And oh, getting yeah. Pregnancy. Oh, they, that was like they, one of your best. They tweeted that, and it's now like their, their pin tweet at the top. I guess. What? The, you know, you know Bennigan's? They that have must... such an interesting. Yes, I know Bennigan's. They only have like 2,000 followers. They're like a. 
a dying company almost. I didn't even know they really existed. Yeah, they're still around, I guess. Do you remember they were like a TGI Fridays in the yes. 90s? They were like before Fridays and Applebee's and, and all those. But I thought but, they were better. I liked them. I did too. I still think they're, they were better. They had good stuff. <laughs> but then they kind of went away. You never heard about them ever again. But they still have they had, like a few restaurants. They're like the Roy Rogers of of the, the themed restaurants. Bennigan's, Bennigan's. Where, I'm trying to find these bastards. Wait, Bennigan's is a real place? <laughs> where? I guess it doesn't matter. They only have 2,000 followers. It's not like a big feat. It's not like United tweeted us. Tweet us. Tweet us. Tweet us. So, but what, uh, what do you make of the whole United situation, though? Dude, I think they should be eliminated. I, th- I don't think they should be a company anymore. I think a company that can screw up something like that, whoever had money invested in them <clears throat> should pull out yeah. and, and bankrupt them and have some other airline buy them, smash all their planes, and build new ones. I agree. Pieces of crap from 50 years ago. Anyway. Oh, they're so crashy, clunky, and did did they lose 800 Scare million dollars since that thing in stocks? Yes. And Warren Buffett himself lost like he's like the largest shareholder. He lost lost like 20 million on that it, it that whole thing. It, 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 it's terrible time. too because um, for that to happen on that level, how is my question is how how are no employees in the company, customer service, flight attendants, pilots, whoever, saying we can't do this. Everybody, everybody knows you. Everybody, everything gets filmed today. Something happens in the airline, just phones out in a second. Yes, everybody's going to film it. How are we letting this happen? I mean, if you have to do something terrible like this, at least lie to the guy. Be like, I'll give you twenty grand to get off now. You know, and he'll see you later. But it's quiet. How do you publicly let this happen? Are you that dumb? Where in 2017, you're going to bloody a guy's face and drag him off of an airline and let this happen publicly. I mean, are you that stupid? It's, uh, dude, it's, it's, I mean, I can't really overstate it enough, but it's just math. And, and, and how do you let this happen? Like, how dumb how shitty. I mean, aren't there computers? Isn't there like software that like eliminates right. this from even printing out a ticket with a seat number that they're not allowed to sit in? Don't we have TI-84 calculators? It's like 23A. Do two people have 23A? Shouldn't some like bell and whistle go off warning you? They <laughs> Apparently not. It's like slashed. Scrabble. Man, it's like Yahtzee. Just throw things around the lineup. There's eight. There's eighty people in row four. Pretzels, please. Double peanuts. Double peanuts. Double Does anyone peanuts. have a peanut peanut allergy? I, I had a buddy tell me recently he was on a flight, and they they got on the loudspeaker and was like, "There's somebody on this flight that has a very severe peanut allergy, so please don't open anything with peanuts." It's like, come on, dude. Please. Get off the plane. Get off the plane. Get if you're that off. bad where somebody can't open a bag of peanuts in the air, like you you shouldn't be you should be in a bubble. Yeah, it's you exactly. should be in a you should be the bubble boy. It's what Louis C. K. says. What does he say? He's he talks about the one things where he goes If only no, he goes, but maybe or if only, but maybe he goes, if only kids in the world didn't have peanut allergies. 
But Ugh. maybe if we went like this for a year, nobody would have peanut allergies. <laughs> if we just cover our it. eyes for a year and we just get rid of all the people with peanut allergies, maybe you're Wait, not supposed to be here. <laughs> maybe you're not supposed to be alive. Do peanut allergies affect the respiratory system? Like, do you sneeze? Like, what is the thing? Yeah, I think, like... it, I think it closes up your esophagi. Peanuts? Yeah, I know. And then I thought of some big dicks closing up your throat. I would know what the heck I'm talking about. Some God back of Philadelphia. Well, but, but yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, it's sad. I mean, imagine never well, being able course, to eat yeah. peanut butter. Oh, oh I, I love the poor Jif. Or some might think it's Jiffy, but it's not. That's oh, an yeah. example of the Mandela effect. Mandela. A jiffy uh, all over your, 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 your bottom. John Poland at Pokey97 on Twitter just commented on my post. Oh, did you see the rainbow? No, I've got to look this up now because I love rainbows. My rainbow post on Instagram, but I also tweeted it. John uh, John Poland commented. I'm looking it up now. Love your Instagram, too. I love it. That, that was pretty as fuck. Let's see here. Thanks for the uh, the uh, profanity, John. I, uh, I Thanks, I John, for keeping it classy. That gentleman over there is cursing, John. There's a gentleman. This gentleman Ooh, commented. Look at that thing. Florida Slice It coming at you. Beautiful rainbow. Barry Levine. <laughs> I don't see the. Did you delete the the negative com the negatory comment? Barry Levine. What what negatory comment? <laughs> Barry Levine. <laughs> no, it's on Twitter. Oh, I thought it was on Instagram. No, the, I posted it from Instagram to the Twits. Well, now, too, you better just call you Legend of Zelda because you're certainly linked. <laughs> what the fuck was that? We just get more retarded. Pretty, you know, years, the podcast is going to be me drilling myself going, a babble, 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 gobble, gobble, gobble. Look at Clark. He's doing funny, wild, wacky things. And then I'll just go, squid up. It's uh, going to get deep. It's going to be oh, a hell of a trip down memory lane and back. I'm on Undeniable Show tonight at 8 on Audience Sports with Joe Buck. Dennis Rodman. Ooh. Don't uh, particularly care for the guy. Love to watch him in anything he's in. It's a bit I of a nutcase, but very entertaining. Isn't he great, though, to watch him? Oh, yeah. He's just entertaining nonstop. Do you remember in the 90s when he was, like, at the top of his game? Yes. And he would cross-dress on, like, the Oprah show and yeah. wear, like, women's clothes. And that was so bizarre in the 90s. Like, yes, this, he had nail polish. He had nail polish. And he's like, I'm just doing my thing. Dated Carmen Electra, married her and all that. Dyed his he hair. He was just so become... outrageous. You like to watch him. And he was amazing at basketball. Like, he was the He was, the like, the best rebounder of all time. Ever. And he played defense so differently, and uh, I I thought I think being a fan of Rodman at such a young age, it was so impressionable to me that it really doesn't matter what you portray on the outside. Yeah, you know who you are on the inside, and that's really all that matters. And it's kind of entertaining watching people react to you change yes. the outside. So. God, it just like make made you um, comfortable in your own skin and learn how to how to grasp that right away. Because you know some people it takes like their their whole life to get to that point. You just blew my fucking mind. 
That just got deep. You might as well just grab a shovel and start taking out pieces of clock out of this hole because you just blew it the fuck up. Debo. Leave it to uh, Dennis Rodman for us to get deep. <laughs> to get to get yeah, right the oxymoron. Uh, next up, Matt and John are going to share their inner feelings with a forward by K Kardashian. Um, it's late there, man. You want to take a quick Bye. break, bring on some Haskett, and uh, wrap it up with SWJ, or you want to just keep plugging through? Yeah, let's uh, let's take bus. a sliced break and bring on Amy, and yeah, let's do that. Tonight's show is brought to you by uh, Surf and Sumo, actually. Ooh. Surf and Sumo. What's Proud that, that these guys are going to be a, a caterer at the Clark Nuptials. No way. Surf uh, this and is, Sumo. This is the first official thing I've done in the wet planning of weddings. I haven't even picked, wow. got down a location, but I have picked the Surf and Sumo food truck. This guy is a uh, Jose. He's great. He's a former veteran. He served in the U.S. Navy, and uh, he traveled the entire Polynesian islands in the Pacific, and he picked up little bits of Ooh. culinary nuggets throughout. So he has a well uh, Polynesian-Hawaii fusion thing going on, and well his truck is palette. He has a very well-rounded palate. The, uh, the, the negatives and the exploratives on the tongue are at full swing with this truck, and he's great. And I, I met with him, and I got to go in the food truck. And I've never been inside a food truck before. And I was like, it's so big, you know, and I was all yeah. excited, and uh, they're great. So Surf and Sumo, check it out at uh, S-U-R-F-I-N-Sumo.com. And on Twitter and Facebook, uh, they are the proud sponsor of tonight's juicy uh, 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 bedridden show. Surf, surf and Sumo. Surf and Sumo. Get the taste buds ready. <laughs> It's the game with a knee injury. He was uh, forced from Tuesday's loss to the Wizards in the first quarter after Zaza Pachulia <laughs> fell onto sounds his like a Sounds like a cilantro dish on the side. Yes, do you have any more of the uh, the uh, flautist Mikey? No, but we do have the Zaza Pachulia. Oh, I'll take two, please. I'll take two, along with the mermaid and a, and a whisper of uh, poached uh, cucumber eggs. And, uh, and, and a suggestion of baby's breath, please. Infused with watercock. Yes, yes, all right, sir. Very well, very well, very good indeed, sir. Very good indeed. Crispy watercock. What are we talking about? Watercock. Scoop, 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 scoop. Ice cream scoops. Mint chocolate chip. The green, not the white. Is that what you're having? No, I just cooked up a pot pie. About to wolf it down this, on the show. Second time I've ever eaten on the air. Other time was with Jacare in 2016 in the summertime. When we talked about... Uh, the Hulk that? and Biscardi made racist Hillary references. Oh, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Tweet us at the school of the podcastle. Follow John on Instagram at Follow me. JDHPSU. Gram me. Gram him instantly. And slam him and ham him instantly on the gram of spheres, the sphere of influence. Earlier tonight, we talked about uh, obsolete phrases that need to go away. We've implemented a swear jar, otherwise known, Albay, as things that we do not want to hear on the air. Phrases such as, throw the baby out of the bathwater. Tapped on United, and we're going to have Amy Haskin in a few minutes. I have a burning question. She's a diehard Angels fan. Mm. And I want to know why, when and why they went from the California Angels, which I thought was cool, to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Anaheim. Not even in L.A., a two-hours drive. But why? 
We're I don't. I, I never understood that. I thought it was like when they say the the New York Football Giants because they. I understand why they say yeah. that, but they still they don't need to say it anymore because there's only one New York Giants now. Right. There used yeah. to be. Wait. What do you mean? There used to be the New York Giants in baseball. Right, so, but they say the New York Giants. So to to deviate from which one you were speaking about, you would say the New York football giants versus the New York baseball giants. Oh, do they say that? They still say it as like a throwback term. But I think like mm-hmm. early going, like right when I guess the uh, giants went over to San Fran, you know, and the giants right. of the NFL were <clears throat> playing at the same time or close to each other, they would say that. That's like what it sounds like when the angels are the – Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Anaheim, California, United States of America, Earth. And, and, and the Giants football team, they have a great stadium right there in New York. Oh, wait a second. It's in New Jersey. Yeah. There's actually not a single football stadium or team that ever plays in New York, except for Buffalo. Ooh, you know, uh, Buffalo. The, the New York colors, too, are blue and orange, which is why the Giants in San Francisco took on that orange thread and the Dodgers took on the blue. And the Mets. A combo. And the Mets are a combo, like Monday with some Adderalls. And the Giants. Got my Adderall refilled this week. I'm going to bed at 4 a.m. pretty much every night just because I can pump that heart alive in the morning. Hey, John said something very interesting to me yesterday, and I asked somebody else, and i got to bring this up again. Quick you asked me the, the, the six teams that were uh, yes. on the, in, in the MLB whose hat has the C on it. Yes. And right away you say... Uh, I said right away, okay, Cincinnati, easy, Chicago, easy. Right. Had to think about the Indians for a second because I, I associate it with Wahoo, but they right. do have the C because we don't want to offend they the Redmond. Right. And, then, and then the other ones get a little tricky. <laughs> I got Minnesota Twins next because I thought, oh, the TC. TC, Twin Cities, come at you. Now, Kansas City I thought would be a shoo-in, but I actually had to think for a good six minutes, which in ADD terms is like five hours because you're actually concentrating for more than ten seconds. So it kind of hurts – Touch your loins and decide your kids a little bit. Kids will be in kindies. And, so, and you're always you're thinking Royals, so R, so that can throw you off. Throw you off a little bit. So it's the, it's the Cubs, the Indians, the Reds, the Royals, the Twins, and then there's, the, there's one more. Yes. The Colorado Rockies. Yes. Such a, but I was, I, it was such a brilliant question. I think a lot of people are trying to think of hats with just the letter C on it, but you don't think of these like the Twin Cities. The Minnesota Twins on paper doesn't even have a C in the name. So you're like, I don't know. Never even understood that. I was like, why do they weird. have a C on their hat? They're the Twins. Uh, Twin City. Still don't get it. Because <laughs> they're Still only get it. one of the Twin Cities, right? And it, Right. There's only yeah. Isn't it Minnesota and, it's kind of, and Minnesota and St. Paul? St. Paul St. Paul girl. There's some logos that you want to say, hey, or some hats that you want to say, go back to like the Indians, they have the C. Just do the just do the Wahoo. That's the coolest logo. Uh, yeah. The Orioles on their alternative uniform, they wear the O. Right. Sometimes. Or the the, the, the Oriole, like the bird itself, like the actual like right. Fitch. The, the like, profile no. of Finch. But I think the worst Atticus. one, Atticus, Atticus Finch, the Killer Mockingbird, a uh, 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 wonderful story. But I think the, uh, one of the most awkward ones is Milwaukee Brewers. I think have like the coolest logo of all time: the M and the B that forms the glove. 
Yes. But they have that like Miller Lite looking M that they wear sometimes. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. And you're like, come on, you it's have like, a great thing here. It's like why the would times, you do anything but that? Times New Roman M. That's like yeah. all it is. It's just a boring why? M. It looks like all right, we got some guy, the 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 CFO, his son is a graphic designer. He just wants to pitch a logo. We're not going to really use it, but right. we just have to do a meeting. And then he shows you that M, and you're like, yes, it's an M with a swirl because the baseballs go fast. And I get it. But why would you use that? You have the coolest logo ever. They have, like, the players voting, and, like, the coach comes in earlier, and he's like, listen, guys, into the clubhouse, look. The owner's <laughs> no idiot, the owner's no idiot no kid is studying graphic design. He, he pitched an idea. Uh, for our new uniforms, we're not going to pick it. It's not even going to be submitted into the finals. But let's all just pretend like we like it. <laughs> and next thing you know, they like come in and their uniforms are new, and they grab it and they're like, "Oh, oh, it's the uh, fucking design the kid showed us. Yeah, they're made of cotton. It's the Man, times they can't even Roman. walk. They're shrinking. These even are on our colors. These aren't our colors anymore. What is this? What's the worst uniform change ever? Logo uniform change." I can't think of it, but I could if I if I gave it some thought. But you know how they do drastic changes? Yes. What? Oh, they're going to bring the Eagles green back. They're trying to do that, too. The classic green. I've been hearing that rumor for three so years. freaking long. I'm like, it's just... But I know Jeffrey Lurie wants it. Yeah, it's time. I would say the Astros change... Just read my mind. I was going to say my... the same thing. Really? Le- legitimately, great minds drink alike... Go and ahead, but I was I was I was literally gonna say the Astros because they went from the cool star with the H to what they have now, uh, but they had that before. Then they went to this like half star. Remember, it was yeah. just kind of like a star with a piece it was missing. Like a, it was like oof. it was like Make a Wish Foundation or something. <laughs> Finish the star by letting him come to your golf course for free, or we could just go to that cool. Neon uniform and play some fucking baseball. Now, yeah, didn't they? Let's get back to the orange, yellow, and brown uniforms. They were the so best. Good. I love those. Um, oh, I love them. Speaking of brown uniforms, best change. Best change? Ooh. Just say it's the best change. The best change from an old uniform to a new? I'll tell you what, yeah, at the time. Upgrade. And I don't really put stock into that now, but when the Eagles changed to their new uniform, I was a big fan. Because that uniform, uh, the, both the Eagles and the Phillies, they were so bad during that last uniform. Yes. Especially the Phillies. When they went from that maroon yes. to the new like red, the red, and then they w- went to the World Series yeah. with Frock and everyone, you're like, yeah, this is a, a clean-looking uniform. I know. That's that, funny that how, how that can like affect you. It's like if they change the uniform and they play well, yeah. then it was a good change. Oh, I know what it was. It was the Patriots. That the the, oh. the the Patriot kneeling down with the football and the, the hike mode, and that then they went to, to like that was it because that, that was such a be. bad team and with such a shitty, <sighs> ugly uniform like the red and the white with the, like that Patriot guy. And it was like overly white. You overly. know, now they're like silver and white, but that was just like all white with like thin numbers and a guy in the three point stance. Yeah, take it a shit. Just a yeah. dude. Now it's like this cool, like kind of patriot-looking, like t- Thomas Jefferson kind of profile. Yeah. Face. Yeah, I would agree with you. The Patriots—they've got to be the best upgrade of all time. 
Yeah, definitely. Look around at the hats, but I can't really see. Baseball teams don't change much. No. You know? I don't think they should either. It's good to keep that kind of tradition. Yeah. Like the Yankees have never changed. Could you imagine if they changed? It would never People happen. Would nuts. It won't happen. It would never happen ever. The Red Sox won't ever change. They used to be that that was like the Brooklyn hat, the Brooklyn Dodgers hat. Yeah. The Boston one. Which looks like the, the UCLA Bruins hat. Yes, that point you know? TB. You kinda of have to look at it twice when you see it. It's hat chat. Hat chat. chat. Everybody get out your lids card. It's hat chat. Hat hat chat. Chat. We're gonna John be talking about this and that. Hat chat, hat chat. Let's get ready and get back. It's hat chat, hat chat. John has all of them, even the Reds. <laughs> yeah. You want to patch in? Uh, you want to patch in our guest tonight? Slice, slice a little bit. Yeah, I want to know what she has to say about the uh, the Anaheim Ducks, the Los Angeles Ducks of Anaheim. <laughs> The Los Angeles Emilio Estevez's. The Los Angeles Platypuses of Anaheim. The, the Breakfast Clubbers' finest role of Anaheim. Amy. Amy Haskett. Sadly, uh, since we're doing sports already, uh, might as well jump to the oh. NBA real quick. Uh, sadly, the Heat, even though the Heat... We found a new- <laughs> What's that? Yeah. What is going on? Does it sound like I fell down the stairs again? Oh my gosh. It sounds like that? you're at a gathering. Dis- sounds like you're at a disco. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at a softball game right now. A softball game? This is blasphemous. Yeah. Perhaps a bad time to chat. That's fine. I'm on the DL, so I can oh, talk. DL. You're on the, yes, disabled, disabled list. list. Yeah. I can't bend or twist. What the hell did you or do, do now? You're no chubby checker. <laughs> I pinched shout. a nerve in my back, so oh, no softballing for me. Well, just remember, if the doctor doctor asked you from 1 to 10 how bad the pain is, you always say 10 because that equals Vicodin. Yes. Hey. I want all the drugs. So we were just talking about, John was going to give an NBA uh, 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 some sad news, and uh, – I'm just going to let you guys take it to whatever direction you want the pond. The even Ducks are swimming. The, uh, even though the Heat won tonight, the uh, Bulls and the Pacers won also. So the Heat did not make the playoffs, sadly. Uh, the playoffs set in the NBA. They start Saturday, I think. That's pretty amazing. But, Amy, you're here. You'll be watching. Hey. To shine the light. Welcome. Two in a row. the NHL playoffs that I believe started Today. Today. Yeah, round one starts started today. Um, I was watching hockey before I left, um, but a few of the games have already finished up. Um, my Ducks don't start till tomorrow, though. Who do they start so, against? Uh, they're playing the Flames. Ooh, Calgary. <laughs> Calgary, home of Brett the Hitman Hart. Are they playing? In, yes. Yeah. Of, of, you know your history, boy. That's great. Uh, are they playing at the Honda Center? Um, I think that they're starting at Honda. I think they have home ice for this series. So, um, but they're going to win. They're going to take it. Are they You're amazing? really at a live game. I know. What an excellent guest for Sports with John, someone at, a, at an actual game, like on the bench. 
And then, in like true LA fashion, you hear the clicking of everybody's cell phone as they leave after yeah. the fifth inning because they're not. Really... I, I I am the only fan for my team right now, so it shouldn't be too terribly noisy. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I've been shamelessly petitioning you to put me on the team for weeks. I know Matt is always like, "Oh, I want to play. I want to play left field." I'm like, Matt, you'd actually have to show up to a game though, and I know how you feel about commitment. If yeah. I could do once. <laughs> If you get me there once a month, it would be like Babe Ruth. I'd have a cigar before the game. It would you know, be great. I, I, sad. I, I was on like a dodgeball team, a kickball team, a softball team, and I always dreaded the games. But afterwards, it was so much fun. You go out, you get some drinks. It's always worth it. But beforehand, oh, cool. you're like, I don't want to fucking go. I don't want to go. Especially after I working. Stay at home. <laughs> yeah, right. But I could play baseball on my computer. Yeah. I it's I fun. A... I mean, if you we have friends who play. My sister started the team because she doesn't have any friends, and so she's like, "I need to buy some." So she she started the team, but it ended up being a lot more fun than I thought it would be because I thought we would all be terrible. But you know, those little league skills tend to come back when muscle you dust memory. them off. I, I totally get it. Yeah, um, it's, it's I mentioned this to, to to Lord John, the Game of Thrones Crown Prince. Before, and I know you're a big Angels fan, and I think the stadium's, like, so so nice, and there's such a great fan base there. But I remember as a kid growing up, it was always the California Angels, and which I thought was cool. And for the last, I don't know how long, it's been the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. It's kind of a tongue twist. Right. Remember, remember the <laughs> hat that was a C and an A? That, was, oh, that would have been another hat with a C. I don't remember that. That would have been oh. the seventh hat with a C. He's back. <laughs> what what um, is the genesis? Yeah, of, why of are that they name? that long name? Yeah. Okay, that was a terrible marketing decision by Moreno, who I'm not his biggest fan, and I know us Latinos need to stick together, but he's kind of an idiot. Um, he he thought that Damn, if they called, they have to have Anaheim in the title. They were the California Angels for a really, really long time, but then the owners thought that the city should be responsible for any stadium renovations. So there was this big lawsuit and they came to an agreement that the city would pay for renovations if Anaheim was in their name. So they were the Anaheim angels. And then Moreno comes in and two years into his tenure, he's like, we need a wider audience. So we'll be the Los Angeles angels of Anaheim because, you know, all the LA people will identify with us forgetting that they, you know, have their own team. Did you say wider or whiter audience? Because it sounds like Anaheim. The Harrisburg <laughs> Phillies of Philadelphia. <laughs> the Flushing Mets of New York. <laughs> Can you imagine that? The, the, uh, the Cleveland, no, it, that, it's like a, the Sandusky Indians of Cleveland. Yeah, it's so weird <laughs> to have, like, two cities because Anaheim and Los oh. Angeles aren't close. I mean, on the no. map they are, like, 50 miles away. Right. But, but they don't like it's still kind of weird. Yeah. Well, and I don't think anyone in L.A. proper is, besides me, is an Angels fan. No. Everyone... 
they had their own team. Like the Dodgers fans are pretty diehard. So no one was switching because the name changed. No one's like, oh, gee, I'm so glad that they changed the name because I love red. So now I can, now this can be my team too. It's like when the Expos went to Washington, Orioles fans aren't like, well, we're, we're closer to Washington. If you know, they were like a fan that lived in DC. We're going to be a, not, like nobody likes the Nationals because of that. It's interesting, though, because the Angels, their home stadium is known as, like, the most giving organization in baseball. Like, their fans are, like, taking care of the best um, as far as, like, ball game giveaways and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. whatever they're doing, they're putting a lot of effort into making everybody happy, which is interesting. You know, they're, like, going the yeah. extra mile. They're like, well, we want those guys to like us and those guys to like us. And we want money from everyone. <laughs> Give us – put it in the pot. Amy could speak to that effect more than I could. I've only been to a handful of Angels games, but I can tell you every time the fan experience, I mean, the actual, like, the concessions and the seats. Electric. And the price. The, even the parking was better than anything I've ever seen. I mean, even the park really? attendants are, like, guys are, like – How's it going? Like they're like these reminds me of a grandpa. Like we just wanted to like hug you and give you like ten bucks <laughs> to get some coffee. It's a great stadium. I love it. I mean, unlike Dodger Stadium, you don't have to worry about getting stabbed if you're wearing the wrong color. <laughs> um, so true. <laughs> Yeah, it's and it's beautiful. Like it's a really good experience. It's also very family friendly. No they let the kids trips. run the bases on the weekends after the games. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool, and the players are really friendly. My sister took my nephew to a game last season, and they were in center field. And my nephew, I'm training him well, is a big Mike Trout fan. And so Mike Man. turned around and waved at him. And so, Aww. yeah, it's, it's a really great stadium. Everyone should be a fan because they're great. They are great. Well, actually, not 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 lately, but I'm hoping for a turnaround yeah, how, how this season. They, how, how have they started <laughs> off their season? Um, I think they started off okay. Last I checked, though, they were losing tonight. Yeah, they're losing to Texas six to three right now. Oh, the Los oh. Angeles Angels sit high atop the AL West at six and two. Salacy. Mike Trout's been earning his pay. They've won Quattro. <laughs> more in a Phillies uniform in four years. I'm, nope. Nope. You don't get him. I'm keeping him. All right. Speaking of men, <laughs> I had to throw this out there, if you forgive me. Okay. Uh, just a burning question I've had. John and I, oh, I can't speak for John, but I can speak for yes, myself. In the sense, I've been out of the game. We've been out of the game for a while. We, we have wives that uh, we, we, we've been committed for, for years. Off the market. Sure. Off the market. So the online dating thing is not anything I am familiar with. But you are a, a, a spring chicken out there just gallivanting in paradise and lollygagging around with the boys. Pecking and poking. Yes. But I'm going to ask you, though, has the, has the what is it like when you're on an online dating app? You have to get some weird shit because with social media and all that stuff, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I would, I would exploit that too. I would wait. send photoshops of me wrestling like a raptor. Um, do you get weirdos? Do you get weirdos in the online dating scene? Um, you have to get like creeps. Yes, yes, like, yes. Like dick pics, kind of weird, or just like well, <laughs> like Harry, dressed as Harry Potter, kind of weird. A little bit of both. Usually, they don't post the dick pics on their profile because they can get flagged and taken down. Because um, it's happened before. That's 
No, but you'll start talking Is to somebody there? and you'll be like, gee, you seem like a nice, normal person. You get to a point where you feel comfortable exchanging numbers and then you finally do. And they're like, hey, oh, by the way, I was just sitting here thinking of you. And then Aww. boom, dick pic. And you're like, oh, good. Aww. Thank you for that. Now, are they flaccid <laughs> or are they erect? Flaccid. Um, like flaccid down there? Is it loose? No, no, you usually they want to show off their best material. <laughs> right, so they're not gonna show you after the pool. <laughs> right. So it's it's really strange. Ninety percent of the messages I get are hey or hey girl or Hey, girl. hey woman, yeah. I need hey me girl. in belly. <laughs> they're like, You're cute. I'm like, all right. That's nice to hear. Got anything else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you have a conversation? Hi. Because these guys are so weird. You got to think you get these freaks out there. My yeah, there's definitely Gino. a lot of strange ones. In fact, I, I started compiling some of the better lines I've gotten. I sent them to oh. Matt earlier. Let me see if I can. Oh, there's, there's some oh, Compile. The gander of the goose, Jonathan. The gander of the goose. Oh. Here's one. That I thought was really creative. You're like the firework that blew my left arm, but I still want to light you up. What does oh, that mean? Wow. <laughs> Jason Pierre-Paul, maybe. I don't know. Or this one I thought was nice and a little gay. I like your makeup shade. What brand do you use? Oh, my. That's oh. a little weird. Oh, I use, I use Emporium. You have to respond no. to this. Why? <laughs> Well, I don't I well sure. I don't respond to Weird. most of them because most of them are ridiculous. If someone actually takes the time hey. to read my profile and construct a message that reflects that they spend a couple minutes reading my profile even if I'm not interested because they look like a troll, I I always say thank you. That was a nice message. Have a good day or something. That was a, yeah. Hey girl. Thank you for, for wasting that. Hey girl. Did not tell you about when I gave him control of my profile? No, I kept it open for the show. <laughs> hey girl, I like those jeans. Did you get them on sale somewhere? How much were they? <laughs> hey girl, I like every bone in your body, especially mine. Yeah, Matt, I've learned, is uh, terrible at picking uh, potential dates for me. Um, you should tell him about the, the gentleman that you thought would be a good fit for me. All right, so I took control of the phone, oh, and I was like, if you want to you find a suitable lass <laughs> to court, uh, allow me to get in there, a righteous Catholic crusader, and I'll find one. And one of the Catholic first gentlemen crusader. I found was a man of, of larger stature, a, a tad sweaty, larger. but he looked like a sultan. So I think there might have been some oil money in there. So I was thinking about your interest. You wouldn't have to work with <laughs> your future. Your future. Um, that was denied immediately. He, he had girth. He had a lot of girth, but he was also sultan-like. He looked like a diabetic Jafar, and I just really wanted him to I – was, I, I wanted to get like money a, off Like him. a human job of the hut. Yes, I was hoping by default I would get some like oil money because I'm a friend of a friend. And he uh, also looked sweaty in his photo. And if that's your true. best foot going forward, what does that say? Yeah. That's true. And I Slippery. thought maybe it was the glare. There was a glaze because it was a heated light, as you do in photo shoots. <laughs> but then as you swipe through, all of the photos are sweaty. So I feel like he had a metabolism problem or some sweat gland deficiencies, and that, that didn't work out. I still think about him at night, though. I still think that you should have made I, – I think it's the one that got away. 
Well, the worst part away. about that uh, is Matt liked him, like so it reflected that I liked him, and he sent me a message, and then I didn't respond, and he sent me another message, and I was like, oh, poor dear. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I ignited a fire. He thought he was going to get married to his, his fixed American wife. Bleeding on <laughs> over social network. That's amazing. It is slicing. Yeah. So I haven't let Matt make my dating choices since then. But we'll see. Maybe after he gets married, his senses will improve. Yes, my sensibilities will enhance. So have you gone on a <laughs> second date with anyone recently? Oh, yeah. Um. Well, I was seeing somebody I actually met in a bar and not nice. on the Internet for a while there. But, yeah, I've, yeah I know. It's really strange. Okay. Um, <laughs> Back in the day. That's how they used to do it. I... I have gone on multiple dates with people I've met online, yeah. and I think it can work, but you do. You have to weed through a lot of shit to a find a halfway losers. decent human being. A lot of dorks. I bet. There's because there's huge a... Huge douchebags. I feel like there's a, there's a, there's a reason a lot of people uh, use online dating. It's because they, they, they know there's like a finite thing of what they like, and it's an easier way of finding someone with similarities Right. To you, other than in a bar, but then I feel like there's another another population that use online dating because they can't get anything, and they're like, "Well, if I just like go online, I'll meet somebody." And they're, they're kind like of five rude. seconds away from ordering one of those real dolls, yes. right? And I yeah, because they're already online. Desperado. So I, I feel like they're ruining it for like legit people like you that are trying to meet somebody else that's legit well, too. They're clogging the you system. know, yeah. I work yeah, full time, I commute, Bobble and I, I'm not, like, really into the bar scene. The last person I met in a bar, it was kind of a weird circumstance that I was out day drinking. So nice. it's, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're day drinking, I'm day drinking, clearly we're a match. Um, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's difficult to thing. meet people in real life. Like, I thought because I do all these runs. I was like, I'm going to meet somebody who runs and we're going to have that in common. No, everyone is just focused on themselves. They're like, I'm going to win. I'm like, well, I'm going to come close to last. So we probably won't see each other at the end of this. I'm going to win. I'm a winner. I am the king. Nobody beats me. I'm the wins. (laughs) So, and even through tennis, I'm like, maybe I'll meet somebody who plays tennis. That would be super awesome. No, because the only guys who play tennis are already married. Oh so, yeah, it's not yeah. Okay. I, or yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Or, or the the, the uh, persuasion of the rainbow. Ball teaser. <laughs> Ball teaser. I, I have I have enough gays in my life. I don't need to collect anymore. I'm good. I'm all full of gays. I feel like with the online dating thing too, it's it's a, it's a good bet because you said you're not into the bar scene, but I feel like. Unless you're in an 80s movie, the bar scene's only worked like twice in my life. Like, why don't you go up to a bar and like buy a drink? Um, I'll tell you what I used to do that, that would clean up, uh, at least for a joke, not like for the for the whole deal. But I would always give like a pretty have a bartender give a pretty girl a water and be like, "This is from the gentleman over there." And then when they looked over, I would raise my like glass in the shit eating grin. And then when they realized <laughs> that water, it was like this funny icebreaker. And you're like, "No, I'm kidding. It's just water." Because that way, if they didn't like you, you didn't lose any money. But I feel like the whole thing with the, 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 the bar scene is... That is a great move. Nobody does that anymore. You know, you're not going to see the going up and be like, hey, can I buy a drink? It's like, come on, dude. I don't yeah, know if I that works. I didn't even really like it when I was younger. I used to live with this go- girl, and I finally referred to her as Jessica the Whore. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and we would, oh, my God. 
we would go out and she'd be like okay let's go make a round and she'd walk loops around the bar until somebody offered to buy her a drink like i I already hit my step goal today i'm good i'm just gonna sit here like it was just so bizarre like we don't have to meet a dude right now we could just hang out and enjoy each other's company but yeah it's John, you've been people like that, friends that they're like, what's the chick situation here? And you're like, I don't know. We're having a beer and I'm going home in an hour. Why do we have to do this? I mean, not so much now, but like, remember when you were early 20s, you go out, people are like, any ladies here is in a sausage fest. You're like, "Uh, dude, you're kind of. Like when someone was putting the responsibility of supplying chicks onto you, not directly, but through his questioning, who's going to be there? Are there going to be a lot of chicks? How many chicks do you think will be there? <laughs> what do you true. think I have a time machine and I can f- yeah. find out how who? I have no it's idea. The Fuck you. <laughs> You're right. Fuck yourself. Uh, Fuck yeah. The, the moral so, of the story is people are dumb. People are dumb. People are dumb. So, uh, dumb. Amy, the Ducks, the Mighty Ducks, how did they, uh, are they really good this season? Did they, did they play well? I don't know anything about They did. They had a good season. Um, They've had several good seasons. I think um, they've won their division the last, like, five seasons in a row. Um, Oh, yeah. They won Pacific. Yeah. The only problem with them is Corey Perry is no longer a 50-point season scorer. So it would be really cool if he remembered how to do that That for the postseason. See, that's what's cool about, like, um, you know, great veterans. They could have a a bad season, like even in every other sport, like even baseball. Like you could have a slump season with your batting average, but in the playoffs – because of the experience, the great ones always just come out of nowhere. And I yeah. noticed you guys, your scoring has kind of been down, but your goaltender is amazing. Yeah, we have a great goaltender. We have a really strong offense, too, so it should be good. Um, the thing with Calgary is they really don't have anything to lose. Like, they're not proving anything to anybody, which is kind of scary when you're playing against a team like that. So, uh, you know, we'll see. They do lose. have a bad record against the Ducks, so, so I think the Ducks are going to take it. Are the Ducks the number one and Calgary's number eight? Like, did Calgary just sneak in? Um, I am not 100- – Hundred percent sure. Come on, what kind of fan are you? I wasn't really paying attention. I know I'm not. I wasn't really paying attention to any other team. That's my problem. I'm like tunnel visioned on my team until the postseason. I'm like, oh, I should probably see who else is out there. Um, Calgary is the fourth seed. They are. They are seedy. Yeah, so I think I think it's going to be a couple of really good series. Um, the only one that I think is going to be really boring, and we'll see how tomorrow plays out. I think the Capitals and Maple Leafs is going to be a blowout for the Capitals. I think they're going to take it. Um, Capitals. They're, I think they're a contender for Stanley Cup, so they're probably my pick to go all the way. Salacious. Who is? Who's your, yeah. who's your pick? The Capitals. I mean, they're really dominant in all aspects of the game. There's really not a lot of weaknesses there. And then they start with the Maple Leafs, who are a good team, but they're a young team and they don't have postseason experience. So I think it's going to put them in a, yeah, they're going to have a really good start. 
They're gonna they're gonna slice him and kiss him. Um, and they have Ovechkin, right? Huh? Don't they have Alexander Ovechkin? Yeah. Yeah. Best player, one of the best players in the world. They do. They do. They, well, like there's, there's, Roy. there's a lot of stars in the postseason, so it'll be interesting. There's going to be some really good games. Um, I left during the Wild and the Blues game, and I picked the Wild to take it, but I think that one's going to be a close uh, matchup, so we'll see. Well, I'm going to follow the Ducks now. Yeah. Uh, who, who's your prediction in the finals? Good point. Oh, man. Um... <laughs> I definitely think the Capitals are going to go. I'm not sure who they're going to go against, though. So we may have to revisit after after we move on to the next round. Let me ask you uh, Mm. one one more question. It's not really a prediction. I have a million questions, but I know I have picks for each of these each of these gate like faceoffs for this. I guess this is like a quarterfinal, so I have those picks, but I don't have anything beyond that in case I'm wrong. Okay, all right, that's fine. <laughs> Let me ask you one more question. I have a million questions, but we got to do it another show because it just we get a snowball. And there's so much to get into, but I want to ask you this before we before we head off to the sunset. Okay. Is um, if. Your two favorite teams, the the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim and the Mighty oh. Ducks, if one of them were to make a drastic logo and name change immediately, which one would you rather see do it that you wouldn't be as hurt to have had that happen? Well, they've both made name changes. I mean, it's no longer the oh, Mighty Ducks. I'm talking Ducks. drastic. Just... I'm talking like Duck. instead of the Anaheim Ducks, it's, you know, the Anaheim Priests. Like something just <laughs> off the wall. Like the local, everything you know is gone from this team. Yeah, which team is more? Um, I I I'm more of a baseball fan, so I would prefer no more changes from the Angels. So yeah, if there was going to be a big crazy change, I'd rather see it come from the Ducks. The Mighty Ducks, Disney's Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like everyone thinks that they're a joke of a team, but they're a great no, they team. They're a great like team a to be a fan Stanley of. Cups. Yeah, they had Already. one Stanley Cup, I think, just the one. Eight. Oh, but they've been to a few, right? <laughs> Finals. Uh, they've they've made it to many post seasons. Yes, but... many posts. Yeah, I feel like they've been in the in the posts a lot. A lot of posts. Yeah, they always have a good team. Uh, they they just post-season. have only been able to get that one cup, but. They they still have a strong team. I think that they've got good young talent. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, thank you so much for being on this lovely program tonight. Yes. And Thanks for having me. Soon. You're phenomenal. <laughs> it is very salacious. Good luck with the dating. And uh, we'll have you back soon. Amy Haskett, everybody. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, for Amy. Your time. It was good. Good good segment. Good callers. We got some good callers, gentlemen. She is cool. She is awesome. This, um, this and just to wrap up, oh, I love sports, 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 the NBA playoffs do kick off, my friend, Saturday, April 15th, 3 p.m., the Pacers at Cleveland, then at 5.30, the Bucks at the Raptors, and at 8 o'clock, the Grizzlies at the Spurs, then on Sunday, the Hawks <laughs> versus the Wizards, the Blazers versus the Warriors, the Bulls versus the Celtics, which should be really interesting. Interesting. Because it's an old the, classic. And the Celtics are so good. They're first in the East. But Isaiah the Bulls, Thomas. But the, yeah, and the Bulls match up against them really well. 
you know, and they have like veterans that have a lot of experience, at least. It's kind of even in a way with the right. new talent, the old yes. salted seasoned guys. Yes. When does that start? That's I'd be a, interested in watching that. I hope that game I can, I can check out. That's Sunday that's at 630. Okay. And uh, then at nine o'clock, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, Russell Westbrook. He broke the record in triple yeah. doubles this season versus He's Houston, an MVP. Houston Rockets with also MVP Ooh. candidate James Harden. Ooh. Yes. Oh, Batman. They will battle each other out. That'll be amazing. The two MVP candidates yeah. in the first round. That, that's a head-to-head you don't want to miss, kids. It's going to be a real barn burner. It's going to be a real tub buster. Real doozle ganger. Real sadly. Like I mentioned, real uh, crawfish boil. Last, I, I did mention earlier. I love that. The Heat. Uh, the Heat yeah. won tonight. They played great, but they, uh, they, the Bulls crushed the Nets because the Nets sat three of their five starters. Don't want to get hurt. Couldn't name any of those guys. I couldn't either. I couldn't name one of them. You know, last game of the season, they just didn't care and. The Bulls moonwalked to a win. Um, so it's a shame because the Heat started the season. Uh, that would have been good. Before the All-Star break, they were 11-30. and 30. And then they went 30-11. and 11. Is that real? Are those real numbers? Add it together. What do you get? Yeah. 82. Isn't that insane? That's crazy. Quite the turnaround. And they didn't make it, though. That's a heartbreaker. I know. They missed it by one fucking game. That's a heartbreaker. Maybe even half a shame. Yeah, that sucks. Fucking bulls. Sucks. And like we said earlier, NHL has already started their playoffs, which I actually do start keeping an eye on. Uh, Blues and Wild tied 1-1 in overtime right now. Shit. Uh, Sharks and Oilers Ooh. tied 2-2 two to two with five left in the third. Rangers beat the Canadiens. Bruins beat the Senators. Blue, Jacks, Blue Jackets lost to the Penguins 3-1 to one in Pittsburgh. I saw that. Where's the Blues game at? Is that Blues in St. Louis? Versus the Wild. Minnesota, don't you? Ah, the cold, the cold beasts of the Twin Cities are weaving in the way to take the Blues down to an F-sharp. Is there a music? So it's F sharp. It's a flat note. I'm trying to. I think know. I got. I kind of got. F sharp. Kind of C. C Flutophones. Recorders. Sing. Scream it. And you that. Sing, Jonathan. What was that? What was that? What was that? What was that? It's sports with John. 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 His name is John, 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 John. Shorts on John. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. From the inventor of the light bulb, Jonathan Astor, to the man who likes to say the first word of the morning is gobble, gobble, goo. I am Matthew Clark saying thank you for joining us, Amy Haskett. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Follow us on Instagram at the podcastle. John on Twitter at JDH272PSU. Michael at Embiscardi Jr. Myself at Kingman Prods. And John's Instagram account at JDHPSU. Thank you for listening, everybody. It's been a dilly of a show. We'll see you next time here at Sister Linda Jean Studios. Matthew Clark saying, I bid you adieu. Adieu. I, I, I got to be. Adieu, adieu. Unicorns.
and wizard sleeves, hammer pants and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off to sea. Will you come party with me in my castle? In my castle? In my castle? In my castle? This is for the freaks and for my magicians. Booty clapping, lap dancing technicians. Dance parties in the name of Great Britain and American girls who love a Detroit piston. Like Dennis Rodman, I got a rod, man. Oh, yeah. A long wong dong and a soft hand and a ping pong, ping schlong. Let's all dance. From England to Stockholm, I'm wearing a cape just like a poncho. I got a cutie and I'm making a beat on a booty like I was a Bonnaroo beating up on a bongo. I got a bottle of Martinelli's and jumping it all over anybody that's kicking it in the grotto. And the neighbors keep tripping, I'm like I'm in a castle. Fuck your condo! Unicorns and wizard sleeves, hammer pants and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea, sailing off the sea, sailing off the sea. Unicorns and wizard sleeves, hammer pants and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea, will you come party with me in my castle? I'm a partier, you like to wander, I'm a wanderer Your thighs are the closet to Narnia Is it cool if I go and get lost in that? I'm the lion, the witch in the wardrobe Massage my lap, I have a sore bone Of course cold on the dance floor Like an Eskimo's holes in the North Pole With both toes poking out of the two holes In the Eskimo socks, I'm hot Like a cauldron from a warlock Wearing sweatpants and a sauna Who's your father? I'm not I'm motherfucking raving Bowie, and here's my cock. Rooster, cock a doodle doo, sir. Take a hit of the hookah, now make it drop. Girl's booty was bigger than the stomach of Rick Ross. <laughs> Holy mother mountain of tender tendon to get lost in. Pounce, pounce, that castle booty, that bottom. Make it wobble, wobbly, wobble till my third leg has to hobble. Yeah! You don't want to look back on this night and think I should have been freaking on a booty.